welcome to another amazing episode of the Patient Convert Podcast. Today, we're talking all about social media, and joining me today is my awesome co-host. Hey, everybody. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about social media, its impact in marketing, and of course, how healthcare professionals, providers, and organizations can use it successfully tips on engagement and how we're going to measure if our social media is working. Yeah. And I think that that's really important. I think that that's the frustrating thing that people have is everyone knows, I think that there's value in social media. It's something that is common speak now. If you go to a conference or trade show or go to an association meeting, they're always talking about when they talk about marketing about social media. But problem is, is I think practices feel like they're investing a lot of time or effort for very little results to get one like from their grandmother and not see any real value. And just like all the other stuff, if you're paying money into advertising or you're paying either time or resources into social media, if you're not getting anything out of it, what's the point? Yeah, I completely agree. So we're big supporters of utilizing social media and healthcare to promote your brand identity create thought leadership, most importantly, drive new patients, but offer another set of values, engagement. It offers a lot of tools when it comes to marketing, great way to connect, and most importantly, really put yourself out there as that thought leader, that expert, and grow that brand. But it all starts with engagement. We need to get people's attention. And we've done a podcast about reading the room and what social media profiles are best for who. So I'm not really going to go over those metrics today. We're going to talk a little bit more on successful tips and strategies on the actual posting. Yeah. And I think that the engagement side actually starts with something that we talked both on a webinar as well as at a speaking event recently, and it starts with planning. And so I think talking about that and hearing your thoughts, Kelly, I think that people try to shoot from the hip too much with social. And I think especially, which what we're going to talk about on the podcast today, getting your physicians involved requires methodical planning in terms of what content you're going to create, how you're going to get your patients involved. Really all the stuff that we're going to talk about today really all goes back to having good planning. And we even see that ourselves as the the success we have on social, the success we have on this podcast all comes from planning ahead, creating the content ahead. And then when you get in front of it, you're purely just focused on promotion and engagement. I like that. Because what Justin's talking about is the key to successful social media, and I've said this before, is consistency. Consistently creating great content, you will grow your social media. What kills social media like other marketing initiatives is when you're inconsistent. So when he's talking about planning, this is how not only do we really optimize the content we're putting out there because we've spent time and organizing it, but we're ensuring the fact that we're going to be successful because we know how consistent we need to be with it. Yeah, absolutely. We had actually, uh, we did a podcast with Talk To Me Doc host. His name is Andrew Tisser. And I was chatting with him at the end of the podcast about how he's grown his podcast Mm -hmm. and how we've grown our podcast, just kind of sharing some secrets and talking as one medical podcaster to another. And I asked him what the number one recommendation that he had for growing the engagement on his podcast. And he said consistency. And it is 100% been the same exact answer for us. Mm -hmm. And when you're consistent, the fact that something like 98% of podcasts never make it past the 10th episode. So if you're consistent, you're ahead above (laughs) 99% of other people. And I think the same thing rings true on the social media side is if you're consistent and you follow obviously other things we're going to talk about in this and you do some planning, it's going to go a long way. Exactly. So like I said, I'm not going to dive into specific platforms. I'm going to use some general tips when it comes to social media and really about creating engaging content. 
social media is successful, successful when it is consistent. Sorry, I'm tripping over my words today. And consistency requires attention. It requires planning and it requires good content. So step one with healthcare is we want to put a face to it. And we recommend that you have physician support. I'd really like to push physicians here as the driving face and brand to your social media marketing. Yeah, I I completely agree. And again, I think getting your physician, some are going to buy in more than others, but we can't stress enough the ones that have success on social media in terms of their practice growing and getting a return on the investment they're putting into social media and getting new patients and engaging their existing patients. They've got their physicians involved at some level, but that success comes because physicians from a time value money standpoint on their time is the most precious, but they're also the busiest. So that's a double whammy. So you've got to make the most use out of the time that you have in front of your physician. And the best way to do that is to plan and to be really specific. So like block their schedule out for the last, say the third Thursday of every month where they can sit down with a set of 15 FAQs that they're going to answer and knock all of them out in a conversational style interview over video that then you can get a videographer to slice up and bam, right there, you got 15 or 20 videos. It took them less than an hour of their time. You did it 10 days before the end of the month. And so then you can focus on, again, getting all of that video content created and then taking that video content and scheduling out in your social planner and then just going out and focusing on promotion, engagement, promotion, engagement, promotion, engagement. Absolutely. And when you have the physician representing, that's what viewers, audiences want to see. That's how you gain that loyal following. You drive those new patients through the door. It's all really important because this is how you're building that thought leadership, that brand. So pushing the physicians in front of the camera, in front of the content is the key to successful social media with healthcare. If you don't believe me, look on any (laughs) successful healthcare profile and you will see that the physician is first. It is their face, their expert advice, their engagement with patients, their support, their knowledge, and even their humor. So remember that's a really good key. We've talked about riches in the niches too. Don't be afraid to talk about what you specialize in best and show lots of patient examples. I also talk about this, Justin, the types of social media post content groups that I've noticed that are most successful that get engagement are the blood, guts, and gore of healthcare. This is something very unique to healthcare. And though I know we love a good photo stack image and letting everyone know we accept new patients for knee replacement surgeries. It's just not a great call. But when you see that graphic image of what the physician is doing best with some detailed information on either post-op recovery, the approach to it, it adds such a huge impact and really helps spark that engagement amongst colleagues, patients, and other healthcare professionals. So I highly encourage when utilizing social media, use the blood, guts, and gore of healthcare, videos, images that you're legally consented to use to help drive in engagement. And it really does position you as the thought leader in your space. Yeah, I think at the end of the day with the rise of digital health and patients being as in tune with their health and the ambassador of their kind of health journey and wanting to be a part of that. And we've said this a lot over the years. I said a lot in blogs. I said it a lot on podcasts and in YouTube videos. 
but patients want to learn. And I think if you focus on that, again, that 80-20 rule of 80% education, like how can you make your patients smarter, happier, and healthier through your content and give them a peek under the hood about the artisan of your trade and your craft that you are, whether you're a spine surgeon or you're a pain management expert as an anesthesiologist, whatever it is, patients are really interested in learning about all of that kind of stuff. And so I think if you focus on that, like we were talking about in one of our talks recently, we looked at a really cool idea for a a cardiac surgeon who got her kid involved and they make YouTube videos by making, doing heart surgeries out of Play-Doh. So it's really fun because patients get a really creative educational tool that they can watch about what an open heart surgery or a quadruple bypass or whatever it may be, putting a stent in. But she's gotten her kid involved and she's using Play-Doh and it's a really creative way and she gets 100,000, yeah, 25,000 to 100,000 views. Certainly an awesome profile to follow. But yeah. I think also when it comes to engagement and physicians getting involved is patients and viewers like to relate to content. And that's why the content we're talking about is either creative or blood, guts, and gore is you want people to have an aha moment or say, oh my gosh, me too. And if you can get viewers to feel that way, you will get more engagement. And that's why those posts about, hey, today we have so-and-so speaking on this please come and join. Or did you know that we treat patients for these four things? Stop by our office today. Like they just aren't sparking engagement. They're not adding aha. They're not adding value. And it can be really difficult for you to create a loyal, engaged audience when you post stuff like that. But like Justin's saying, getting creative and featuring physicians as experts, letting them talk, engage, create humor, relatable content, blood, guts, and gore. Let the physicians naturally and organically be themselves, and you will see such an amazing following. Another tip I have for engagement is going back to the consistency and planning. Once you have planning your content out, your biggest priority there will be optimizing it. So we really want to spark more engagement, sending it out and growing our visibility. Because the idea here is building a network and a following and a loyal tribe. So with the planning ahead, content created, now we can focus on connecting with other individuals on the platform. You want to connect with colleagues. You want to connect with potential targets or new patients. And this is really important because you need to consistently connect in order to build your own network. It's about getting active and social, but it's a great way for you to also learn what's working and what's not out there. Connecting with active members on a platform is huge. So you don't want to blindly connect. You need to target, obviously, the right audience. And on top of that, really pay attention to who's already actively using the platform. Some mistakes that I think healthcare organizations make is they found their target and they're connecting, but they're unaware that maybe that potential person is inactive on the platform and will never engage with that profile. And ways that I connect with people, not only that are key targets, but I try to pay attention to the people that are liking maybe a calling in my spaces post on something that I talk about too. Maybe they had 30 likes or 30 comments or whatever. And whoever I'm not connected with on there, I'm going to connect there because I know those individuals, A, are interested in what I'm talking about and be active on the platform. So be aware, you want to use your time really wisely. You need to connect consistently and try to find the ways you can connect with active members. You can find them 
again, on colleagues or whatever hashtag you're talking about in the space that have that following and connect with those active members. You can find them in groups or events too on different social media platforms. How many attendees to that event? I would click that list and connect with those attendees if it's something that is the right audience for you. Yeah. And I think that that's really great, especially the platforms like LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter that allow you to be proactive in your connection building. Another kind of interesting strategy that's out there too is Facebook is the exact opposite. Is There used to be light gating back in the day. This was like seven plus years ago. So it was really easy to build your Facebook page following. That doesn't exist anymore because there's only one way to receive a like and that's from a profile liking your page. You can't ask them to. You can't invite your users if you're an admin on there, which I would recommend first and foremost when you start a Facebook page as a side tip is add a lot of your staff members internally because anyone that goes to the page on the sidebar, there's an invite area and you can invite all of your personal connections on your Facebook to like your page. So that's an easy way to see new likes. The other side, that's a really good way to get your potential patient avatar engaged without running just straight like profile like ads is run a really strong value-based offer ad. So say it's a downloadable or it's a quiz or it's a checklist Mm -hmm. or it's a cheat sheet. It's something that is really easy for your patient profile or patient avatar to engage with. So say like we brought it up a couple of times, it's a a menopause quiz. If you run that during the course of running that, you're going to get people that engage. They're going to share, they're going to comment, and they're going to like that ad. You can invite those people to like your page. And I've done that as far as our team well, sometimes we'll run ads and we'll have four to 600 people mm-hmm. that'll like the ad. And we know that they're females 40 to 60 years old within a 10 mile radius of the practice. We just literally click invite, invite, invite every single one of them. About 20 to 30% will reciprocate the like invite and bam, right there, you just grew two, three, 400 new likes on your Facebook page that are really targeted. Yeah, that's fantastic advice. And some platforms offer groups. I'm really kind of more talking about LinkedIn and Facebook here. So groups add value. Why would I talk about groups for healthcare organizations? They can add engagement value for your patients. They can add support groups, especially if you're in a very emotional type specialty. And they are also creating a network that is only available to you of a super specific targeted audience. So I highly recommend creating groups as well. And in those groups, you can share content and information to post more engagement and of course, kind of grow your brain. And that's just a little side note. But with Instagram, you know, what do we do with groups there? How do we get engagement there? And, and some of my tips are to constantly engage with other profiles as well. And this goes across the board, even with Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook, give to get. You need to also engage in the content you like to talk about. Not only is that good to show the love, but it's showing that you are part of this conversation on this topic. You want people to relate and notice and recognize you. And this is about growing your brand. People are more willing to comment, connect, message, join a group. If they're familiar with you, if you've been supporting their posts, their content, joining in a conversation around this topic, you need to get out there as well. And this is consistency and engaging. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Instagram on that side, as far as growing engagement, I couldn't agree more. Instagram is very 
proactive, not reactive. Like Facebook's a little bit more reactive. Instagram, you really can go out there and you can find, say you're in the aesthetic space or say you're even in like the orthopedic space. You can go out and you can find, you can find CrossFit gyms or golf courses. Like you can find kind of both sides of the sports inclined person or maybe the aging part of the population that's going to need knee and hip replacements. And you can go find the things that they're going to follow or interact with and go follow and interact with them. And that's a really good way because it really is social is social for a reason. And so if you go out on Instagram and you be proactive about going and finding good places that people are following that fit your model and your avatar and start following them and start engaging and interacting, you're going to start seeing that reciprocated and see the engagement grow as a result. Go live. That's another way to increase engagement. Go live. Some of these profiles offer live options, LinkedIn live, Facebook live, Instagram live, Instagram reels. I mean, same with LinkedIn has some of those in Facebook. So these are great ways to immediately connect with patients, spark engagement, be really authentic, but also pushing content out there on an easy way and easy for people to digest. And every time we go live, you're going to get engagement because it's about FAQs in that moment. It's about being relatable. And it's a really fun way, again, to get physicians involved without too much time dedication or trying to organize maybe a video studio. It's about being authentic and organic when you go to live. And then of course, they have options where you can present or promote different types of things or click-throughs in these lives as too. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think it's good to promote the lives though as well as uh, like we had an orthopedic group that we did a frozen shoulder kind of symposium offered to patients about kind of how you treat it, the techniques, how you release frozen shoulder, all of that kind of stuff. And it was a Facebook Live. We planned it like a week and a half, two weeks in advance. And we used organic as well as paid advertising on Facebook to get over 50 registrants and two surgeries came directly out of it. So a huge return on a very little time, like 30 minute time from the shoulder surgeon. I mean, a little bit more putting the presentation together, but that's a great way to use a Facebook Live and get a new audience or potentially even engage an audience that's already familiar with brand. Yeah. And don't be afraid to, I don't want to say controversial topics, but presenting topics that people may have different opinions on. Because whether people agree or don't agree with some things, it still sparks it algorithm that some of these social media profiles have. And it can spark huge engagement and conversation around this topic. That's great to hear from both sides. Also, ask questions. I always ask questions in my content and I have my clients do the same. It works with YouTube as well. This is really important in getting that engagement, those comments, those likes. They need something to respond to. So organize your content in a way that you leave it with a question so that it's easy for them to engage, easy for them to act, to answer the question or tag somebody or spark a conversation. You can also tag larger profiles on your content to help increase the chances that they will come, like, and comment on your content. You can let them know ahead of time. Hey, I just did a post on X, Y, and Z. I know you talk a lot in this realm. I'd really appreciate it if you showed it some love and added some input. It's okay to ask people, this is about being social. Don't be shy. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's really good. Well, I think those are pretty good tips as far as organically engaging. And don't be afraid to get your team involved in your social media. Create little support groups in which you can send the daily content out for your team and your staff to engage, share, tag, comment, and like. This is really common across the board in other industries. And if you're part of a huge healthcare organization, it can really boost that engagement immediately. And again, a lot of these social media platforms have algorithms that notice these things and it can really boost your visibility. So create 
support groups with either people in your industry or your team and your staff to help improve engagement as well. Yeah, I completely agree. As we wrap up, I think one of the other things as far as getting your team involved is if you focus on kind of a couple big ideas. We've talked about this, the big kind of the big idea approach. It's something that we follow in the agency as well as kind of for ourselves in terms of content curation, but getting your team involved around kind of whatever the theme for that month is. And then you can really come up with a lot of ideas around that, whether it's getting patients involved, telling stories, getting a couple videos created, creating some graphics, maybe a special or a promo, all of that kind of stuff. And it's a good way to get the team involved because they know that we're not trying to come up with like 15 unattached post themes. We're talking about one thing in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. And create content that's easy to digest. So when you're posting and you need it to be in, engaging, you need to be able to create content that's easy to digest. So make sure your spacing is right when you're writing long content on Facebook, on LinkedIn, even Instagram. Make sure you're using some bullet points that people can easily follow so that they can watch the video. Make sure there's captions. These are all really important, but small things that increase engagement. And then I want to wrap it up finally with my last piece of advice is don't feel overwhelmed and don't give up. It's all about consistency and growing and building your network. So 10, 15 minutes a day, work with your team, build that support, post the content that's organically and authentically you to healthcare, that blood, guts, and gore, leave it with a question, build those support groups. I completely agree. And thanks for listening and continue to stay tuned. We've got a lot of fun podcasts coming up with some really great guests, as well as We've got a couple uh, webinar, new webinars in our webinar series. So make sure you continue to stay tuned as we let you know more about that and excited about the new guests that we have coming up. So thanks for listening to the Patient Keeper podcast as always. And oh, and, and don't forget, we're giving away a free consulting strategy session for those who like and comment on the podcast. We're going to have a random winner. So if you like our podcast, leave a review. Let us know. Thank you for listening to today's latest episode of the Patient Convert Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify, or you can sign up to receive the latest episode via email. Just check it out on my agency website or my personal website. And if you are looking for more amazing healthcare marketing information or just to engage, check us out at entropy.com. And for any of my amazing physician liaisons out there interested in growing their physician referrals or learning the strategies that it takes to build highly engaged physician referral networks. Check out my website, kellynott.com, where I have free webinars, free downloads, and of course, my online physician liaison training course, Physician Liaison University. And as always, I'm a huge believer in connecting, engaging, and supporting one another. And the best way we can do that is networking. And I always, always connect with you guys on social media. And one of my biggest social media platforms is LinkedIn. So feel free to connect with me there on LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter at Kelly Knott. And thank you guys again for listening to the Patient Convert Podcast with your host, Kelly Knott.